Welcome to Beaming Soul, where together with Liv Rawls, writer, yoga guide, curious explorer, and licensed clinician, you're embarking on the journey of rediscovering your inherent worth to light yourself up from the inside out. Episode two, releasing overwhelm and remembering that you are enough. I want to start this episode off by reading some words from one of my guides, my teachers, Christine Hassler. She has an awesome podcast called Over It and On With It, and she's the author of many different books that have helped me through my journey. And it's interesting to hear her words because when you sink in or drop in and really hear your inner truth, your intuition, your source, universe, God, whatever you call it. It's all saying the same thing to all of us, that we are whole, we are complete, we are enough as we are. And so hearing her words today, it gives confirmation to me that what I'm hearing from my source when I drop in is truth. So just drop in if you have a few minutes to take the time for you to close your eyes and and let the words wash over you. I encourage you to do so. Or wherever you are, just, just listen. And then part two, I'll be talking a little bit about my more practical strategies of releasing overwhelm that I've been practicing implementing in my life day to day. Here we go. When you were born, you were totally aware of these truths. You are whole and complete. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you. You are worthy and deserving. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. You can trust the universe. All there is and all that matters is love. You are love. And then you got older, and things happened, and you started to forget the truth. You started moving out of the awareness of love and into fear, doubt, and judgment. Someone told you that you did something wrong, and you started to believe that something is wrong with you. Someone in your life left or wasn't really there for you, and you began to question whether or not you are lovable. You saw or heard people yelling at each other and you got scared. You got yelled at for something you said and you decided it was better to stop speaking your truth. You got hurt or saw someone get hurt and you stopped trusting. Your heart got broken, so you thought it would be safer to build some walls around it. You began to doubt love. People called you a mean name and you believed them. And now you call yourself that. People said your dreams were impossible and you believed them. And now you don't dream anymore. You got left out of something 
You felt isolated or separate, and now you still feel like you are living on the sidelines of life because you mistakenly believe that's where you belong. You experienced rejection, and now you are afraid to go after what you want. You began to believe that you are alone, and you have to do it all on your own. Perhaps you even concluded that asking for help is weak. You did not do as well at something that you wanted to, and you judged yourself as a failure. Some label or diagnosis got thrown on you, and you started to confuse it for who you are. You looked at other people and thought they were smarter, more attractive, and better in some way. And now you work hard to make yourself more like others. Not only did you stop liking you, you stopped being you. You got disappointed and you stopped believing in magic and miracles. Life felt unfair and you questioned God. You began to look to the outside world for validation and forgot that your worth has nothing to do with what you do, what you have, or who you are with. As time has gone on, you have gotten farther from the truth, and you know it. You feel an inner call to stop believing the lies. There's a sense of urgency emerging. It's time to start remembering the truth. You did not do anything wrong. You are not broken. There is nothing you need to do or be in order to be loved. You are safe. It is safe to trust. You are not alone. There is no one any better or worse than you. You are uniquely you, and you are absolutely perfect at being you. You belong. You are worthy and deserving. You are not what you have been labeled as. People were mean to you because they didn't know any better. People leaving or not being there for you had nothing to do with you. It is not weak to ask for help. Support is available to you. You are not alone and you never have been. It's impossible for your heart to truly break. It is unbreakable and full of unconditional love and compassion. Everything in your life that you have experienced is for your learning and growth. Stop asking, why did this happen? And start asking, what can I learn from what's happened? Trust that all those times you didn't get what you wanted are what you truly needed. I'm sorry that the people you wanted to hear I'm sorry from did not say it to you. You can forgive even what you think is unforgivable. Forgiveness is not about condoning what happened. It's about your freedom. As soon as you truly accept yourself, your fear of rejection will vaporize. You have never really failed. You have always done the best you could. Seriously, the universe is for you. Are you for you? You do not need to learn how to love yourself. You already know. Love is your essence. You've just forgotten that truth. Activate your memory. 
by reducing the time and energy you spend on thoughts and actions that reinforce your forgetfulness. Stop expecting anything or anyone else to do it for you. There is nothing you have to find. Simply recognize what is already there. Your purpose in life is not to do something grand or achieve some goal. Your purpose is to return to where you began. Love. You are love. You are made of love. You are loved. Take a deep breath. I want to move into a discussion about overwhelm in our day-to-day, about what it feels like in our body, when our heart races, maybe we feel it in our gut, maybe our thoughts start to spiral, and everything feels like too much. You feel not good enough at anything. And this can happen day to day. This can happen throughout the weeks to different extents, to different extremes. And one of the practical tools that I use is reflecting upon what fills me up, what brings me joy, what makes me feel most like me, and what are the warning signs that I'm getting into a state of overwhelm. And depending on your level of self-awareness, we're all growing and changing all the time. So we're all continuing to develop and cultivate a deeper sense of awareness. But I invite you to explore how you work, how your human vessel works, what instigates a sense of overwhelm, a sense of feeling not enough at what you do. And what starts to fill that bucket back up of feeling more like you, of feeling more energy to give out, to pour out. And maybe where you are is just starting to get curious this next week and sort of exploring how you feel. What does it feel like in your body, in your mind when your bucket is full, when you feel most like yourself, most energized, most loving, What are you doing in those moments? What people are around you? And what does it feel like in your body when your cup starts to get depleted? When that overwhelm starts to flow through your body? Do your thoughts spiral? Where are you? Who's around you? What happened before it? What happened after it? And just sort of explore and collect data. As an observer, not as a judger, but sort of stepping back as a data collector in cultivating some more self-awareness. The next piece of this is moving from awareness to implementation. And for me, this can be a very challenging piece. A lot of us spend time reading more, doing more, listening to more podcasts, um, going to more therapy. And all of this stuff is super important to help us cultivate this awareness. But we never often feel quite ready enough to implement, to start consistently trying to shift some of our actions, some of our thoughts, some of our behaviors 
to rewire our brain to feel more lit up all the time, to really feel alive during this human experience of life. And so for me, when I started to cultivate this sense of awareness around my overwhelm, around anxious feelings, around feeling depleted, I realized that often a warning sign for me, an alarm bell that goes off for me, that I'm in a sense of overwhelm, is this desire to do more. It's like this gut reaction where I'm suddenly signing up for another workout challenge. I'm applying for another job. I'm trying to do more. And it's not necessarily that the action is inherently good or bad. It's the come from. It's, I'm not feeling good enough at all of these things. So I'm going to grasp at one more thing and add it to my plate. And for me, at least, this doesn't bring me out of a sense of overwhelm, but that's my mind. That's the child within me's desire to, to reach for something, to try to protect me, to try to fill me up, is this outward reaching desire, committing to more things. So to me, when I recognize myself suddenly doing that, it's taking a deep breath. <sighs> And doing less. And by less I mean physically doing less. Taking commitments off the calendar. Most things, you might hurt some people's feelings. You might get that inner critic talk going that you're not good enough, whatever. But most things, if you take them on off your plate, are not going to cause the end of the world. And for me, I also created this mnemonic device of do less, reflecting upon the things that fill up my cup when I'm feeling depleted, not myself, in a state of overwhelm, spiraling thoughts. And it's the mnemonic device of less. So L is learning. For me, learning completely lights me up. It engages my mind in a new way off myself it ignites my curiosity it can be learning through reading learning through a training learning through listening to a podcast and so if I'm feeling in a sense of overwhelm or depletion or anxiety I reflect upon have I been engaging in learning lately is this an area that I need to reprioritize and then the e is express. I need to feel fully self-expressed. And that can be creatively. Have I been drawing? Have I been writing? Have I been journaling? Have I been voicing my truth to my partner, to my relationships? Have I been saying yes when I mean yes and no when I mean no? Have I been sharing my voice in meetings at work, in my friendships, to me, in my life, this is a big one. It's practicing being honest, even if it might hurt someone's feelings. Saying no when I really don't want to do something. When my, it's wired in me right now and I'm starting to shift it, but it's wired in me to please others. 
And am I doing that or am I learning to set boundaries and speak from my truth? Am I expressing myself and my voice? I often do that personally through writing, through teaching yoga, through putting myself out there, getting vulnerable. It's a scary place sometimes. But I reflect upon, have I been expressing myself? Or is this an area I sort of need to reprioritize in order to help fill up my cup and get out of overwhelm? Then finally, the two S's of the mnemonic device of less are sleep and sweat. And again, this is just me sort of from my own reflection about myself, a few of the things that really help me get back to myself, feeling more like me. And so maybe they're different for you or maybe some of them will work for you as well. And so sleep, I know I need eight to nine hours of good sleep a night. And this is still a challenge for me. And I am learning to really try to prioritize this. And even if I get the the hours of sleep, was it good quality sleep? So this is often where I need to check into and where I need to invest more time into. And sweat. Have I sweat lately? Have I gone to a hot yoga class? Have I just gone for a walk? Have I sweated out all the mental, physical, emotional toxins. So for me, this mnemonic device, I encourage you to create one of your own or make up something new so that when you're in a state of overwhelm and the problem-solving brain part of your brain is shut down because that's what happens, you have this mnemonic device that you just go to. So when I'm in anxiety, overwhelm, depletion, and I don't have the energy, the capability in my mind to make a high level choice for my inner self to problem solve a good next step I go to do less I have this written on a card in my wallet I have this posted different places and I've said it to myself enough when I feel the desire to do more it's often a cue I need to do less when I'm spiraling in thoughts when I feel like I can't get out of bed for me the answer can often be helped, can often be found by doing less. And that means literally doing less, taking some things off my plate and learning, expressing, sleeping, and sweating. So I encourage you to sort of explore whether this week might be collecting data on what does it feel like, like physically in your body, and your mind and your thoughts when you're feeling full, alive, energetic, connected, grateful. Who's around you? Who are you with? And what does it feel like when that depletion starts to kick in, that sense of overwhelm, anxiety, disconnection? Who are you around? What thoughts are flowing through you? What sort of maybe triggered that? And what do you know to be true that helps you Begin that journey back to yourself, back to feeling like you. Have a beautiful week. 
Let's continue the journey of learning how to light ourselves up so we light up the world. For more info, more resources, go to www.beamingsoul.com.